Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, we have a returning guest. Yay! It's Robert. Hello. Thank you for returning. We're so excited to have you. Oh, well, thank you for having me back. You are welcome. Robert, Jill and I were talking a few days ago about how we could better connect our guests and our listeners to the overarching theme mm-hmm. of our podcast. And so we now, from this point forward, we're halfway into our goal of one podcast a week for a year. Mm-hmm. So we are now going to ask all guests about whether or not their life has turned out how they thought it would, how they thought it should, how they thought it was going to be planned out accordingly to them, or if it turned out exactly as it's supposed to. So what do you think? Did your life turn out as planned by you, step by step, day by day? Well, I think I'm kind of in the thick of it now. So I'm 28, so I've been out of college for, I don't know, five or six years. <laughs> and I, I'm right now at a point where I'm kind of checking in with myself and reassessing, am I on the path that I want to be on? Is it okay if I stray away differently than I originally um, thought I should? At 18. Yeah, I know. It's right? Like, no one Who should knows? be making a plan then. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, you have a little bit of pressure from your parents still and your friends. And I'm just kind of looking and realizing, okay, what what actually makes me happy at the end of the day? And maybe that's gardening or cooking. And maybe it's just different than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm still I'm still answering that question. But I'm kind of excited because right now is is when I'm measuring that and I'm actually taking a look so I can, oh, it sounds bad. I can make a plan to go farther. I love that. Jill and I have a few more decades on you Mm. and we continue to plan and measure and look back. We believe that in that reflection, we have become better versions of us from the decade before or the, you know, even the day before. And I think that, that's what has helped me especially for myself be okay that my life is exactly as it's supposed to and that even though I am planning if it doesn't turn out exactly as planned that's beautiful and Mm -hmm. I can so much um, better and more easily accept change when it comes my way because I I don't have to have it so perfectly planned. If there's pressure from family members, I can just stop and say, okay, I hear you. I know you're coming from a good place, but I'm the one that needs to do this work. I'm the one that needs to really stop and think and look, not compare myself to someone next to me, not have measuring sticks that are not my own. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that we get so caught up in who's doing what next to us and around us. Right. That's the biggest thing. Right? Always. Always. Mm -hmm. Instead of what's right for me Mm -hmm. and only me. Yeah. You have to, as through life, what I've learned and continue to embrace is the ebbs and the flows. I don't know when they're going to happen. 
but I know that I can adjust myself to go with whatever's coming my way. Mm-hmm. I have tools that I can use. And it's also a fact of what lights me up. You learn more and more as you go through every day of life. I like this. I don't like that. This person brings out a side of me that makes me think differently. And I love that. Um, This person, I'm not growing as much with this person. And you realize too that things that you've always used to do, it's okay to let them go because there's something else out there that is even better. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of constant evolving is what makes your heart on fire? What gives you joy? What brings you peace? And is it people? Is it places? Is it things? It's a combination. Um, But that's the the beauty of life is getting to know you that song all about you mm-hmm. um, that's that's what it's about know mm-hmm. you knowing you and then giving that out to everybody I like what you said about being okay with letting go of some things like it, it really is about being mindful of why you do certain things there's so many things I mean we're creatures of habit you just do the same thing over and over and sometimes you have to assess what 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 does that bring me like does that bring me joy or what do I gain out of doing that certain act and I think that's what I'm doing right now is almost looking at everything um, in order and saying like does this bring me joy it's kind of the Marie Kondo of sure. life yeah. <laughs> yes. but does this bring me joy sure. yep and it's the funny things like slowing down and realizing like I know if I'm doing something and I'm humming, that's, that's my funny little indicator. It's like, oh, I'm content right now. I'm happy. And like sure, usually... self-soothing, right? Yeah. And usually that's like at the stove, like stirring a pot of a sauce that's been cooking for too long. <laughs> <laughs> but it's those weird little things. And I thought that was pretty cool how you said, you know, some things are okay to give up and mm-hmm. move on from. Yeah, because you can't do it all. Yeah. And there's different seasons. It's like friendships. You know, you have your your friendships throughout life, and sometimes they stick longer than others. Sometimes it's just a season, but you can't have everything at once. Mm -hmm. You know, you only have a certain amount of you to give out there. Um, Being respectful to your own core always first. That's a good one, too. Right. And I think that that's what is super important is you need to know what is core to you Mm -hmm. so that you can then give. Because when you're trying to give everything or all of you to everyone and you don't yet know what that is or what that looks like, then it's not serving anyone and certainly not you. And you're just giving and giving and giving. But you need to know what it is that you actually need for yourself. You need to know who you are. You need to know what grounds you. You need to know what makes you hum stirring something at the stove, mm-hmm. right? What brings you that joy. And if you're not stopping and doing that reflection, it's really hard then to find peace and happiness in being around other people. Mm-hmm. And, and I, it's the little things of life, like yes. the stirring of the pasta. 
or when I looked down in my sinks, I had these little strainers that are little pig heads. <laughs> They're and cute. I just They're love super them. cute. They just make me smile, mm-hmm. bring me joy. It's mm-hmm. silly, but it's just the little things, you know, that would make me hum. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I'm realizing even more lately is it is the simpler things that make me happy. And there was a lot of pressure to to be a certain way or to be, I, you know, as an interior designer, it's to be super fabulous or be super well known. And I'm like, maybe, maybe that's not as important to me as I thought it was. And it's, it's some of the simpler things that genuinely make me happy and when I go to sleep at night I feel together but it's not necessarily what I thought I was always striving for sure do you think some of that was coming from either comparing yourself with others or pressure from outside and so then you just you took it on as your own absolutely Mm -hmm. whether it comes to social media or you know, mm-hmm. it's so funny, like HGTV, you know, sure. everyone, everyone I talk to, they're like, oh my gosh, you have to be on HGTV. <laughs> It'll be amazing. And it's like, I appreciate that, but I don't know that that's truly the path for me or something that I want. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's definitely the, the outside looking in and always giving you a little bit of influence that maybe is not genuinely what I would do. Right. And I think when we create measuring sticks that aren't truly for ourselves, but they are against other people, they're against societal norms, or they're uh, right up against social media, Mm -hmm. that is a dangerous place to find yourself because when we talk about social media, who knows what's real? And then when we talk about measuring ourselves or ranking ourselves in comparison to someone else, oh my gosh, talk about robbing us. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> the true thief of joy, right? Taking away that joy from us by comparison, com- comparing ourselves. Woo, some English is not working for me tonight. Mm-hmm just really taking away from who we are, where our happiness is coming from. And I think that if we can stop competing with other people, stop comparing ourselves with other people, with what other people have, stop even being envious of others, but really truly watching someone, finding happiness for them, wishing them well in life, And then just looking at ourselves and say, okay, I'm good. I like where I am. I know the little piggies in my sink are what make me happy. And I am good where I am. We might be better off for each other and around each other. But unfortunately, we just get stuck in this awful cycle of competition and comparison. Yeah, it is. It robs ourselves. And, you know, we are human. We are human. Mm-hmm. We No one is perfect. But the beauty of that is when we do get caught in these cycles where we get envious and we get jealous and we get angry and outraged and why is that happening for that person and not for me and I worked harder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can always start over. Mm -hmm. Every minute of every day, you start over, 
quit comparing. That person will never be you. You will never be that person. The only person that you compete is yourself. And I always think about that at the gym. Mm -hmm. I am not looking around and saying, oh, what's going on? I'm sitting here thinking, okay, Jill, the next time you do this burpee, get your legs up there more. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about (laughs) competing against me. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I take the focus off of me, Mm -hmm. I I lose it. Right. You know, I'm giving my energy away somewhere else. And you know what? My legs aren't where they're supposed to be on that burpee. That's right. So it's about keeping myself in tune with me. Mm-hmm. That's the only person I have to compare myself to. It's so true, Jill. Speaking of the gym in comparison, I didn't even realize this was happening, but Robert, the other day we had an insane workout, and apparently Jill and I were, I guess, like almost step for step. Like we were just boom, boom, boom. And I, like we... A lot of our cadences are pretty mm-hmm. similar, you know, and in tune. And, but I wasn't paying attention because I was focusing in on, okay, Casey, make sure you're doing this the right way. Don't throw your back out. Jill's your accountability buddy. You got to be here for Jill. She that's showed up, right. right? She showed up for you. You got to show up for her, right? Like, that's where my mind goes because that's my measuring stick, not. I am going to do better than Jill today. Jill is using 15s. I'm going to use 17 and a halfs, right? Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to do what I need to do. However, our coach, our trainer, our whatever, she came up and she goes, oh my God, it was so awesome. You and Jill were step for step every time. And it wasn't it wasn't timed or anything. It was one of these where you have to do as many things mm-hmm. as, as you can. And we started and stopped and we were yeah. in sync the entire time. And I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And I guess when I think about it, we like, I do remember like we were on the treadmill together. We were like, it was so, but, but that's just it. Like I, mm-hmm. we aren't in comparison. We know what we're doing. And when you're at a place where you get to be so comfortable and confident that it is about you, right? then that is completely, completely different than when you're watching someone else. And again, if you're thinking, oh, I wish I, I wish I could do that. I wish I was like that. I wish I had that because that can become this downward spiral of jealousy, of envy, and it really can just destroy your self-confidence. It can destroy what you want and where you find your happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'll hold you back. Mm-hmm. I like what you said um, about the two of you working out that, you know, when you were so focused on you, you both strived. You, you outperformed and were excelling at the activity versus... Mm-hmm. You know, when I work out sometimes, it'll be like, oh, there they are doing it again. I wish I could do that. Or I get worried about how people are looking at me. And it's like, if you just stayed in your own head and did your own thing, you would be so far better off. Because when when I start to worry about other people's perception of me, that immediately holds me back and shuts me down. So I'll work out less or I will work out quieter or less noticeably. Mm-hmm. And it's like the only person you're stopping is yourself. Right. They're still over there right. doing everything they want to do. They don't even know you're in the room. Mm-hmm. 
but I've created this whole scenario in my head. Sure. Yeah, and you've um, limited your energy because you've put your energy over there. You've given them your energy. Mm -hmm. So then that depletes what you have for you. And build for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We often are in our heads way too much, right? Or we hear that negative self-talk way mm -hmm. too much. I have a cousin who I adore, and she was talking to me about this amazing friend that she has who has been doing this work on really changing the way she believes people feel about her or think about her, believe things about her. And so when she hears something from someone, uh, she always now, well, she's now, she's in the habit of always taking it as that person is coming from the best place as opposed to a critiquing place. And I love this mindset because if, Robert, if we're sitting here and you're like, oh, I see you're having ranch with your meal, and it's just an observation, right? Mm -hmm. But I hear you say, oh, I see you're having ranch with, you know, I hear it the way I want to hear it as opposed to, we have in common the ranch. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we can be ranch buddies, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, and so... The, her, my cousin's friend is all about what if whoever is talking to you is your cheerleader? What if they have the boom box in the background with your theme song? What if that person is your champion? Would you hear what they say differently? And I say absolutely you would, right? But we don't. We hear them the way we hear that self-talk. And a lot of times that self-talk is negative. And so we, we automatically think that they must be talking to us in a way that we talk to ourselves. And if we could just change that, it could be dramatically different because we're just robbing ourselves of so much love and appreciation and support because we're making assumptions about what people think of us or how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And again, we're, we're stacking ourselves up. We're measuring ourselves against something that we can't control and a lot of times that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. We just don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, you know, no one can ever be you. And that's what we have to stay true to. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the only game in life you're ever going to win is just the focus on you. That's what you've got to do. And I love, um, there was a quote with Michael Jordan um, where he was talking about competition. And what he said is, you compete with what you are capable of. And that's really the bottom line at the end of the day is what are you capable of? Are you serving yourself? Are you enhancing what you want to enhance in your life? Mm -hmm. It's not going to do me any good to work on the things that you're doing in your life. Not at all. It, it's about me mm -hmm. and how do I become the best me I can be? And, and how do I know when I've become that? Is it because I feel myself humming? Do I have a sense of peace? Do I have joy? And we've talked about this in some of our episodes where you are around people and people have a vibration with their energy. And you can feel that and you can sense that. Mm -hmm. You know when you need to run and leave because it's toxic. But you also know when you're like, wow, I'm just like magnetically drawn. I want to be around this person. Um, that's when 
in my opinion, they have peace and joy with themselves. Right. I agree. That Michael Jordan, he knew a thing or two, didn't he? He knew a thing or two, just, yeah, in addition to basketball. In addition to. I'm going to go down as saying he's much better than Shaq, and I hope that we get called out on it, because again, I'll take it. People can go ahead and challenge us. Yes. Bring it on. I would love to have Shaq at the table. Oh, I would too. Or Jordan. And Michael Jordan. That's right. Bring it. Yes. Oh, not Shaq. The other guy. Sorry. LeBron. I got him wrong. Oh. See, I'm trying to compare two, <laughs> two people, and I'm totally getting it wrong. Okay, I we'll have see, them this, all at the table. This is how bad I am at comparing. See? I can't, I can't even do it. She couldn't compare if she tried. I couldn't tried. even This is, see, people, point proven. That's right. A Case, plus. That's right. That's hilarious on my part. Hilariously, epically bad. All right. I do think he got it right, though. If we're not worried about what we're capable of, then I think we're not going to get better. And that really is the only thing that we should be doing and focusing on. And that's where the comparison should be come in is, Mm -hmm. am I better today than I was yesterday? Yes. And can I start over at any time, any second of the day? Yes, you can. Absolutely. All right. We're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.